This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Next chapter in dairy research. Food container bill fails. Action on e-rens could come soon, Vilsack says. And Thai defends Chinese tariffs. A new chapter in dairy methane research with climate grant. At a press event yesterday, CDFA and USDA leaders cheered California agriculture for procuring nearly $800 million in climate smart grants. The Biden administration is pouring $2.8 billion into pilot projects in every state, with California benefiting the most. Among the projects, the California Dairy Research Foundation is leading an $85 million project. Executive Director Denise Mullinex says the money will support university research into reducing methane emissions, benefiting the whole supply chain. The project includes market analysis on messaging and the value of climate-smart practices to consumers. The research will build on the industry's successes with dairy digesters and alternative manure management practices. Newsom vetoes food container bill. Governor Newsom has vetoed AB 2784, a measure that would have set ambitious recycling goals for plastic food and beverage containers. Echoing concerns from agriculture, Newsom worried it would impose confusing requirements that duplicate and conflict with SB 54, a much more comprehensive recycling bill he signed into law in June. He described AB 2784 as a piecemeal approach focused on individual products. We should allow CalRecycle to begin its work to implement the reforms required by SB 54 before contemplating any new recycling requirements for individual materials, he wrote in a veto statement. Water Board to approve new fees today. The State Water Board is set to increase fees on agriculture again this year. The proposals in front of the board for its Tuesday hearing would bump up water rights fees more than 7%. With water quality fees, the program for ag lands, confined animals, and waste discharge would rise about 4%, while cannabis fees would increase by 5%. The program for water quality certification would jump 13%. USDA, EPA discussing allowing E-RENs into renewable fuel standard, emails show. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told a supporter of E-RENs for electricity produced from biomass and biogas to look for action this summer, emails obtained by AgriPulse show. We are engaged in discussions with EPA on E-RENs, Vilsack wrote in the May 7 email to Thomas C. Peters, president of Groncom and Angel Energy. You may be seeing action at long last this summer. We'll keep you posted. Not sure it is public knowledge and not done, not a done deal, so you may want to keep this to yourself. Peters had sent an email to Vilsack May 1st saying there are many people who would love to know why an e-REN program hasn't been implemented. If you like to increase anaerobic digester adoption in the dairy industry, 
This is the way to do it, said Peters, who attached a white paper he wrote on the subject that criticized the Office of Management and Budget for not adopting an EREN pathway. And it would certainly go a long way toward helping small dairy farmers to adapt AD and become profitable with their waste. Even if they can't make a profit with their milk, then maybe so many would be going out of business every year. Vilsack directed advisor Doug McCallop, now the nominee to be the U.S. Trade Representative's chief ag negotiator, to find out where EPA was on the issue, saying, quote, Please find out the reason that this has not been approved and what it would take for EPA to authorize E-RENs, he wrote on May 1st. USTR defends China tariffs, stressing they aren't punitive. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai admonished a reporter this weekend for describing U.S. tariffs on China as punitive, stressing the duties are actually just a means to balance the trade relationship between the U.S. and China. These are not sanctioning tariffs, she said to reporters during her trip to Cambodia. The tariffs that were put down in 2018 were really rebalancing tariffs. They are tariffs to try to level the playing field to overcome unfairness that we have seen and the impacts on the U.S. economy. Describing the tariffs as, quote, rebalancing tools gives them more legitimacy at a time when the Biden administration is being pushed by some to remove them, a trade analyst said. Tai has previously told lawmakers that she wants to keep the tariffs in place because they give her leverage in dealing with China. Non-farm income bolsters farmers in rural economies. A new study from the University of Missouri shows how farmers in rural economies can benefit from diversifying their incomes. The study released by CoBank says only 6.5% of rural jobs were in agriculture in 2019, down from 15% in 1970. Service jobs, including those in retail, health care, and food service, accounted for 57% of rural jobs in 2019. That compared to 40% in 1970. Counties that remain the most dependent on agriculture have tended to lose population. Counties considered dependent on agriculture saw their population decline by 4% from 1974 to 2019. Meanwhile, 82% of farm household income now comes from off-farm sources. About 56% of the principal farm operators in 2017 had a job off the farm. That's compared to 37% in 1984. Producers under the age 35 even more likely to work off the farm. Now keep in mind, the increased reliance on off-farm income may be responsible for lower debt-to-asset ratios for farmers, that according to the report. Debt-to-asset ratio analysis and other research shows that off-farm jobs reduce financial risk, which is especially important for younger farmers who face higher debt needs as they grow their business, CoBank says. The rural economy has become more diverse and more complex than it was even 15 years ago, said Dan Kowalski, a CoBank vice president. Well, here's today's She Said It. The cow was the first of the circular economy. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross on how California has pioneered the use of dairy digesters to capture and reuse methane. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, September 20th. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.